and welcome to Podcasts Are Wonderful. My name is Greggy, and this week we are doing uh, the best of episode. Uh, actually, this week and next week, uh, we're going to do this two weeks in a row because there was a lot of clips suggested by people, and I'm lazy, and I'm going to push them out <laughs> as two different episodes. So, sorry about that. Uh, otherwise, it was going to be a two-hour-long episode. I don't know. I guess that could have been okay. But then if you add in the in-between stuff, maybe it would be end up being like three hours. That's a little crazy. So we'll just break it up into two. And if you don't like it, you can sit on it, brother. Uh, this week... I am joined in the studio by my son and podcasting partner, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hello, people. So this year, well, actually a little more than a year, like a a year and three months, something like that, we've been uh, doing this podcast together. I mean, you aren't on every episode, but you've been on a ton. You make up the... (laughs) The majority of these clips coming up. Uh, how do you feel about that? Do you like the uh, podcast still? Yeah. <laughs> Very qualified. Yeah. No. <laughs> are you sick of it? Do you think? No. No. Okay. No. Some days you are. Some yes. days you're not. Yeah. It sometimes it feels like it's dragging along, and sometimes it just feels like it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's gonna be. In- the best clips in next year. <laughs> Maybe so. One of the best clips in the next book. Best clips. Is us complaining about having to do <laughs> <Yes>. the podcast. <laughs> so a new thing we started doing this year is where we have a guest and you on the podcast. Do you like that better or is it yes. worse? Okay, like it's it. a lot better? Yeah, a lot, lot better. Okay, well, we'll have to yeah, do yeah. that more. And I think people like that as well. I think people enjoy that uh, thing. One of these times I'd like to do it where you are, Greggy, and I, me and a guest are the guests, I, and we're both messing with you. I think we should do, like, a big podcast and just have a whole bunch of the guests. Like a ton and, of guests? Yes. Like, as much as the people you've already had on uh-huh. and me. <laughs> well, that could be good, but uh, the problem is with the internet technology, as you get more people, the sound quality kind of gets bad. Uh, and then people will, like, talk over each other and stuff. So, I don't know. We'll definitely give it a try, I think, sometime. Maybe have two guests or something like that with you okay so we're gonna get right into it with our first clip and this first clip was from episode one actually uh people really like that one do you remember anything about episode one i remember i was will smith and i was like an alien i think (laughs) well you were a scientologist i remember yeah but i was but it was like yeah you might have also been an alien well I know this because I just listened to a lot of this to find the clip for this show. But one of the things that happened in that one, I don't want to spoil it too much for the people. Uh, maybe this is your first episode. You wanted to listen to the best of to, to get your feet wet on the podcast or whatever. Uh, definitely still go back and listen to these episodes. But uh, I remember the thing was that in Independence Day, that alien was an actual alien. Yes. And that it infected you, I think, with yeah. some kind of alien yeah, genes or something like that. It was more of I was possessed as I was an alien. Right. But, so, in this episode, uh, this clip we've got coming up, uh, Will gets into why he can't do rap on the podcast because he didn't wear the right clothes. So, here we go. Here's your first episode. Oh, and uh, you may have noticed that during this portion of the podcast, uh, when, when me and Alex are just talking to each other, we've got a music bed under us. Uh, so that's how you can tell which parts are us just talking 
and which parts are the clips. Uh, <laughs> the clips just... won't have this same music. Uh, this music was provided to us by Andrew Clotworthy, the great. Uh, and he also appears in, I think, next time on the next uh, Best Of episode. Anyway, so here is your first clip. Enjoy. What was your favorite rap song you ever made? Songs. I couldn't really say which one would be my favorite. Getting jiggy with it, maybe? Um, parents just don't understand? Yes. That one? Mm-hmm. You still feel like that applies to your life? Yes. Your parents don't understand you? Sometimes. Huh. So could you do a little rap for us right now? No, I left my rapping clothes at home. Oh, okay. You've got... Maybe you should back off up the mic a little bit there. So you got special wrapping clothes that you own. Yes. Uh-huh. Those are my, also my education clothes. So I can't teach you anything right now, even if I wanted to? Yes. Okay, well, did you know... No. ...that... <laughs> um, did you know that the, the program I'm using right now to record this is called Audacity? If I press these no. different buttons, it'll, you know, edit things. No. Did you want to know that? No. Do you know it now? No. TKI, uh, too much information. TMI or something. I, <laughs> I, I often say, you know, TKI, too much information. Um, then people look at me funny because I messed it up just like you just did. Um, so you said you don't, you're not wearing your wrapping clothes, but do you ever put those wrapping clothes back on and... Yes. Um, do, do some rapping, yes? Yes, mostly when I go to school. You go to school? Like college. And I rap off the teachers. When oh, they're trying okay. to teach me stuff. Because, like I said, they're my education goals. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the serious. I was laughing. I just put laughing gas on them. I told you I'm trying to rob him. <laughs> oh, they save. I, 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 I got to admit, I forgot that your rapping clothes were also your education clothes. <laughs> so you rap Now I can rob you. Yes. I haven't guessed where I'm What do you rap, I mean, to your teachers about, like, what they're trying to teach you? Or? Yes. I make songs about them, so I remember it. That's a... And then I delete my memory. That doesn't make... So... If everyone knows, I'm a robot. You were... saw it. You saw it on my robot. I had to spray paint my skin on me. I thought the bad guy was the robot in that movie. I kind of like the robot with feelings. Oh, so you have feelings? Yes. I didn't notice that so far. I get for pain. Oh, okay. let me see. Wow. I just pinched him really hard, ladies and gentlemen. And <laughs> You didn't even feel pain, though. I'm a human. I'm not a robot like you, Will Smith. So? Speaking of robots and you, um, I've heard that you're a secret Scientologist, that people don't know about it. That's your religion. Um, for people that don't know, Scientology is a religion where... Um, people believe that alien spirits inhabit people and that's what makes them do bad that's things. Me. I have a alien species in me. Oh really? Yes. In your robot brain? Yes. It's a, like a virus. Wow. Is it that same alien that you beat up in Independence Day? Yes. Or? 
Oh, okay, I see. So you, like, killed him, and then he infected your brain like a virus. And... Yes. Now you must die. <laughs> it is time to Let, Let's just finish the podcast first, and then you can murder me, okay? Fine. Thanks. Um, so, wow, that's that's an exclusive, but ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna gentlemen, go get my dagger. A lot of people. Uh, please don't leave. <laughs> we're doing we're doing this recording here. Oh my! Will Smith just walked out to <laughs> go get a dagger, I guess. Um, but you know, this is a world exclusive. Will Smith really is a Scientologist, and he Did really you is sword? infected. Where'd you put my sword? I'm going to say right now, my dagger instead. No. Please sit down and let's finish this interview. So, Fine. Um, like I said, you can murder me afterward if you really need to. Okay, so that was our clip from episode one, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it I think it's good that we start. I mean, I don't mean to toot my own horn or anything, but, you know, a, a listener suggested that that was one of the best episodes, and I agree. Uh, I think we started off really strong. And that made it a lot easier to continue and to keep at it. Uh, because I think that that first episode was pretty good. I think it's good to start with the first episode best of thing clip. Because it's like when we first started and then do like the last one, this is how we are now. Right, yeah. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go like chronologically, basically. Uh, that's the way I decided to do it this time. Uh, because... To be honest, I didn't get enough <laughs> suggestions from different people to be able to do it as, you know, this one is our number one most popular, number two. I mean, I, I got a decent uh, response from people on the clips that they wanted to hear on this episode, but it wasn't, you know, comedy bang bang numbers, of course, anything like that. Uh, so anyway, before we get to the next clip, I asked our listeners to ask some questions of us. And so Ryan asks Alex. Yeah. Uh, what happened to the IFC pilot adaptation of your podcast into a TV show? Are the rumors true that they passed because Marin didn't want to get outshined? Marin? Yeah, Mark Marin. Yeah, he's the host of WTF. He calls his listeners, What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck are we Okay, um... <laughs> so, okay, I already forgot the question. <laughs> the question is, what happened to that TV show IFC was asking us about? You know, we, we made that pilot, um... You had to wear a ton of makeup. You were in the makeup chair for hours, weren't you? Yeah, and the... And then it didn't end up going because, uh, well, we had a ton... Here's the problem. We spent our entire budget on craft services because I was so hungry. I couldn't stop myself. I had to eat everything on the table. Then we had to get a new table of food for the rest of the staff. And when they weren't looking, um, a little birdie came in and ate all those. And the little birdie's name was Greggy. And that happened several times. And that little birdie was made into the meal. Well, that also happened. We did eat some birds that happened to be on the set. And those were actor birds. And we didn't um, eat PETA them. is very angry at me right now. So the whole thing was just a big problem. Scandal. Exactly. And plus, we would have spent our budget on the makeup and not the actual show. Right. But what was the show going to be about? I forgot about that. The podcast? It, it was a show about... I can't remember this episode. Oh, it was like the, the time in between. Like, every episode would be... And that was Podcasts Are Wonderful for this week. And then we take off our headphones and we go about our lives. But then it, our, if it turns out our actual lives are like 
crazy sci-fi fantasy things that are happening to us all the time. And then at the beginning of, or at the end of the episode, oh, yeah. then it's time. Okay, we gotta record the podcast. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We put on our headphones and then we right back into it. Hello and welcome to Podcast or Wonderful. My name is Greg. So, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, this was Ryan. Ryan. Uh, I, Ryan, I can't remember this episode as much as Greggy episode. Oh, you don't remember the the TV pilot? That, no. That's weird because you wrote the entire thing. <laughs> this, this was your script, buddy. Don't try to <laughs> toss this off on me. Okay, this is literally... I had no idea what Okay, is. fine. Great improv, buddy. <laughs> so our second clip is from episode 8. Do you have any remembrance about this? Okay, maybe this will jog your memory. Uh, you were my brother Charles. Oh yes. We were talking about my brother, my brother, and in how I kept on putting candy in your pockets, so if you were caught, you would get in trouble. I don't remember that specific from the episode, but the <laughs> this clip is uh, on my brother and my brother and me. They answer questions for advice from their listeners, and so we tried our hand at that, and we got one pretty. We, we had a little bit of a twist in one of these uh, letters that we got, so enjoy that, ladies and gentlemen. So I was thinking since they on the show always answer questions from listeners this week, we would do that. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. Okay, so I've got a few questions from some listeners for you to answer. So here we go. Dear Podcasts Are Wonderful. Recently, I was supposed to get my picture taken for a magazine, but I totally overslept, so I rushed out of my pajamas. Then, traffic was terrible, and I got so hungry on the way there, I had to stop for a hot dog just the way I like it, with lots of mustard. Wouldn't you know it? I got mustard all over my pajamas. By the time I got to the photographer, I was ready to call the whole thing off, but the photographer said, Just do the picture without your mustardy pajamas. I'll just crop it to the neck up. So I said, All right. Then there was a mix-up at the printers, one thing led to another, and now there are naked pictures of me out there everywhere. The magazine paid me a million dollars to make up for their mistake, but now everyone on the internet is making fun of me and my butt. What can I do about these mean bullies? That's signed, um, dashed dreams. I'd say try to delete them. Try to delete Search the pictures? naked pictures of you, of your person, and then delete them. But they're all over the internet on other people's websites and stuff. Well, make your up. Mm, okay, then uh, sue them. Sue them, okay. Good idea. Whoever says, hey, this guy is funny, sue. Okay, it, I think it was actually a lady. Oh. I have my suspicions of who it was. They didn't sign the email, but um, I think I know who it was. Anyway. Okay, so moving on. Next question. You ready for this next one? Yes. Okay. Thank Dear Podcasts are Wonderful, me and my friend Paul started this new podcast thing recently, and all anyone seems to be talking about is how we should have just left it in our old company and how it's dumb and bad. However, I know in my heart it is actually smart and good. So my co- question is... What can I do about these mean bullies? Pop dream. Sign popped dreams. Um, I'd say... So, the podcast is bad? Make it good. Good, good guests. Well, it isn't Extra just favorites. a podcast. 
like I think he started a whole new podcast network or something oh. based off his old one. So they're saying you should have just left it in with the old one. I'd say take down that podcast and then make, go to your old podcast system and just start. Just stay in there. Yeah. Yeah, that could work, I guess. Last question. Last question, yes. Good. You ready for this one? Yes. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> this one's kind of sad. So just be ready for that. Okay. Tissues are ready. Okay. Dear Podcast are Wonderful, I'm just going to come out and say it. I have a weight problem. I once sat on a rainbow, and this is going to sound unlikely, but believe me, I have no reason to lie. When I sat on the rainbow, Skittles popped out. They put up this they put up this clothes sign when they see me walking up to a buffet because they're f- afraid I will eat all the food. And the truth is they're right to do that. I would eat all the food. <laughs> Just to give you an idea how large I really am, I have to iron my pants in the driveway. Okay, dang. I have no illusions about my immense size. However, lately my children's friends have been saying things and giggling behind my back. My question is, what can I do about these mean bullies? Signed, the listener's mom. <laughs> the listener's mom? Yes. <laughs> One second, I have to laugh my own. <laughs> well, I don't want to your listener's mom. <laughs> like, the listener that did some of the questions. Like- okay, 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 okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, what do you um, say to that person? Go to the gym. Lose some weight. Do some, do some, what's it called? Weights. Okay. If it's just because you're fat, do that. If it's just because you're, you've grown really tall and it's not because you're fat, then I can't help you. (laughs) True. Just chop off your (laughs) Yeah, chop off. Just get. Chainsaw. Okay. Yeah, get in a, um. Like your calves removed or something, the bottom half of your legs. Just put your feet right up where your knee is. And... Okay, tell me when the questions are made up or not. Well, they're so all... just go like this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So I just go strategizing on. Right. Okay. So that was episode eight. Uh, and I've got another question for you. This is from Clifford. Uh, he says, my questions are as they pertain to IRL or in real life. Do you think doing the podcast makes you funnier? What do you think? I think it uh, teaches me more funny things, like from you. Uh-huh. And it makes makes it so I can use them next time or partly mm-hmm. use them. Like do, you think the it, do you think it helps you, uh, like make up stories and stuff better? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. Cause... To hear what you would go along with and what you wanted. <laughs> like the Bazongas thing you could kind of bring up. <laughs> yeah, that's been... Uh, Bazongas are going to make an appearance on the <laughs> on the best of at some point. I think uh, maybe in the next episode, but... Yes. We know some people, so that's going to be their favorite episode. And there, there's there been things that we've done throughout that, you know, as the podcast goes on, we drop it. Like in the early episodes, we did the uh, podcast review from our intern, David. And we did the Mad Men and Oh, yeah, Ad the Men. Ad Men segment and stuff like that. You know, as, as time goes on... We, 
that David uh, segment was pretty funny, but... Didn't you put him in a well? Didn't you tell me one time <laughs> that you put him in a well? I don't know what happened to still throwing coins at him? <laughs> That's a pretty good idea, but I, uh, I don't know if there is a, uh, an actual canon thing that happened to David. C- he just canon? kind of uh, What was up with this canon? Okay, so Clifford asks, do your friends know about the podcast? No. You, you don't tell any of your friends? <laughs> no. No. Mostly things that they don't bring up or doesn't happen the day we don't really talk about. Yeah. I don't really tell a ton of people about the podcast because I kind of want to keep uh, my internet life and uh, yeah. real life a little bit separate. Yeah, that too. But um, It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's not embarrassing. I think we do a really good yeah. job. People love the podcast. It's a, it's a fun thing, definitely. Uh and I should tell more people about it in real life instead of just advertising it constantly online and all the <laughs> internet places. Uh, and for the people who actually do know that what his internet name is, that's kind of weird. And then the last pl- question from Clifford is, you two watched that new Star Wars yet? Yes. Yep, we went and saw it in the theaters over uh, Christmas break. What did you think? Was it good? Yes. No spoilers for the people, but you enjoyed it? Yes. Was it the best Star Wars movie yet so far yes. to you? Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Spoiler throw lightsabers. Ah, come on, no spoilers. Uh, I thought it was good. Maybe not as good as the original trilogy, which is to say uh, the ones in the 90s. Those were awesome. The 4, 5, 6, and then 1, no, 2, 3. No, 1, 2, 3, of course. Those were the best. You want to hear a joke about the order of why the order of the Star Wars movies came out was weird? Yeah, why? Okay, so I'm going to ask you, like, I just, you're just warning it. Okay. Why were the, why did the Star Wars release states, why were they four, five, six, one, two, three? Why? Because in charge of release states, Yoda was. <laughs> Great joke. Okay. Did you, did you already hear that? No, I didn't hear that joke before. Okay, so this next clip is from episode 16, where. You wore Chris Hemsworth, the guy that's uh, Thor in the Avengers. And I was talking about how it was better than Iron Man. Uh, well, that's not in this clip, but we were talking about the worst idea of all times, episode 48. But that also isn't in this clip. This, In this clip, you and I discuss the rules of football. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You were all about sacrificing things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not ruin it. Let's not ruin it. No more spoilers. This is like uh, I love the episode. This is the listeners' uh, version of Star Wars. We don't want to ruin this with spoilers for them. Warning: There are footballs. Okay, come on. <laughs> First, we're going to talk to our guest. You know this man from the Cabin in the Woods. He was a big jock guy. He was in Star Trek for a couple of seconds as George Kirk, James Kirk's father. He was in The Huntsman. He was the Huntsman in that movie. And he totally smooched um, Sleeping Beauty, I think. Was it Sleeping Beauty? Cinderella? Who? I don't really remember. No, Snow White. Snow, Snow White. White. He smooched Snow White. He is... Oh, and he was Thor. Yeah. In Thor 1, 2, Avengers. He is Chris Hemsworth. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hello, people. So, Chris... When you saw the script for Star Trek, were you totally peed off that you got killed off so soon? No, not really. 
Wouldn't you have preferred if the movie was about George Kirk instead of James T. Kirk? Actually, it is more exciting if he has a thing to... The younger, the hero has a chance to, like, say he wants revenge. Oh, I see. But think about this. What if your dad had died even earlier in an earlier scene? (laughs) Um, Let's see, your dad, Jerry, Jerry Kirk, he gets blown up by a, a red alien. And then you come and you're like... I'm George Kirk, and I'm totally pissed, Red Alien. <laughs> and then you fight him. The movie could have been about that. That's basically the same thing, just with different characters. Oh, good point. I hadn't thought that through, I guess. So in Cabin in the Woods, you were the jack guy. Have you ever played football before? <laughs> no. You don't even, Do you know the rules of football? No. Here's how it goes. Okay. First of all, it's called a pig skin because you have to kill a pig and then use its I've, skin. I've at least seen some and no pig any in any of it. Maybe the victory feast. No, this is the pregame r- ritual. You take a pig. What? Everyone stamps their feet in the locker room. They go, Joy Allah, Joy Allah, Joy Allah. And the quarterback, he takes out a big eight-inch knife from behind his back and he raises it over his head. Everybody's still chanting, The quarterback, This pig must die for the people! And then he slits the pig's throat. It's hanging upside down. It's squealing like crazy. Cut to the beginning of the game. They have taken the pig skin, formed it into a ball. Now they can play the game. The ball is not pig skin. It is... It's not pig. I know that. It's not anything real. It's some, like, <laughs> plastic or fiber or thread. You're thinking of Nerf it. footballs. No, I'm not. You can't let I'm little not. kids see this ritual because it'll make them terrible and violent. So they, they hide this I want to be violent. I want to be violent. Okay, let's cut with the violent stuff this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's bad for the football players' images for it to get out about the pregame ritual. So... They don't let people know about it. They don't let reporters in before the game. But they uh, do slaughter a pig and make uh, a ball out of pigskin. But uh, now they all know if anyone listens to this podcast. Well, this is kind of a behind-the-scenes thing anyway. Um, it's kind of like a... It's not a real secret. It's somebody... Everybody knows about Chol Ayo and uh, everything. So it's it's not that big of a deal, but... I, th- I kind of feel like I got to give people the behind-the-scenes scoops. So then you get 12 dudes out on the field. You got your quarterback. You got your halfback. You got your fullback. You got your doubleback. You got your double quarterback. How many did I just name? Six? Yeah. Okay, and then you have their twins because you have to have six sets of twins for a football team. You get all those dudes out there in their uniforms. Um, uniforms are important. If you don't have a uniform... Your team forfeits. So, every... <laughs> I just thought something. That's why I'm laughing. So, you get the team out there. The referee comes out and says, who wants to go first? Whichever team says, me, first, they get to go first. So, they take turns um, kicking the football. Because, of course, it's football, so you kick it. They kick the football across the field. Whoever catches it is 
the football man for the day. I mean, this is all this all sounds really familiar to you, right? Uh, actually, I was lying about not playing football. I lied to see how much you know, and that's just so not right. <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Oh man. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, I got a big jock guy in here. He says he never played football before. I thought that was my um, <laughs> that was my chance to impress him with some real jock knowledge he didn't know already. Uh, but unfortunately, I've never seen a football game. I don't know the rules. So, uh, <laughs> so thanks a lot for making me feel so embarrassed, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so maybe I don't know the rules of football that well, but we, I, I tried, okay? Gotta get up and try harder. <laughs> so Miranda asks, uh, she says, this is for Alex. Yeah. Alex, do you think I could beat up my friend David in a fight? Okay, here's some further information. She says, I am a tough girl and he is a weenie boy. Um, did this one do Um, I think, yes, you could. Definitely. Like, uh, I think she would probably decapitate him if she punched him because he is made of tissue paper and it's going to knock his freaking block Legos. off. Tissue paper and Legos. That's David for you. Christmas. Uh, if you were going to beat somebody up, what would you do? I would, um, depends on the reason why I'm fighting them. Um, you're fighting them because they're a weenie boy. I want to fight someone just because they're the weenie. Uh, well, this guy definitely needs beat up. He's the nerd of the, the century. Um, okay. Psychiatrist! <laughs> okay. So in this clip uh, coming up, this is episode 22, where this is another Alex clip. You were Bob the pizza delivery guy. <laughs> And uh, in that episode, we were talking about Dead Authors Podcast 44. But in this clip, uh, you let people know uh, about Bob the Pizza Delivery Guy's bunker that he lives in with his, like, 15 family members and his crazy grandma who thinks everybody is corrupt. And how he could see if you were corrupt or not. Yeah, that's in this one as well. And then also you do a, a... we do a corruption test where I ask you about different podcasters, whether or not they're corrupt. And the and answers might shock you. So enjoy what's this What episode clip. was that? Uh, this was episode 22. Can I write that down somewhere? Oh, wow. You want to uh, listen yes, to it? Yes. <laughs> okay. I like that episode. But I also okay. work as a taco delivery guy. Oh, really? Yes. And a hot dog delivery guy. And a hamburger delivery guy. So does the place you work for, do they make all that stuff? Or do you no. work for several different shops? It, several different places. But you only get to bring home pizzas every night? I get a, That's what I meant by I don't bring pizzas every night. I bring pizzas. Oh, I see. I get it. I could bring pizzas every night, but I bring them once a week. And I bring tacos once a week. Then I bring hot dogs once a week. So you work at five different places? And hamburgers, yeah. So you bring home a different... On Saturdays and Sundays, we usually have, like, sandwiches or leftovers. Oh, okay. Or nice roast beef with mashed potatoes and gravy on Sunday. That's what my wife makes. When your grandmother comes over. 
she actually she lives with me. Oh, okay. So you've got a big extended family living in your house. Okay, so me, my wife, my five kids. That's eight. So far, we're looking four. at seven. <laughs> seven. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, grandma, grandpa. That's nine. Um, my brother, my sister, my wife's brother, my wife's sister. My kids will call them aunts and uncles. Oh, yeah. Um, my sister's kids, my brother's kids. How many do they each have? Like, well, my brother doesn't have any. My oh. sister has one. I see. Her, my wife's, cut, and brothers don't have any. And oh. sisters don't have any. Oh, okay. That's, that's all, all the people? That that's like house? 15, basically. Wow. No, that's... So do you live in, like, a mansion or something? How do you fit so many people in your house? Does it's... everybody just have to stack up? It's a log cabin. No, not log cabin. I mean, like, a log cave inside this giant tree. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of different cave tunnels that go underground, and we just sweep in different places. Does it have electricity? Yeah. Wow. We added that ourselves. It's, um... My grandma would refuse to live in a real house because she's, um, she thinks the government is corrupt. Imagine a in a shelter. Okay, go ahead. And then the coal miners got into our house. So now we have, um, the coal mine entrance goes into ours and the original entrance. So we had two entrances and exits. That's a really interesting house you've got. Yep. So the, the and it coal actually, miners... It actually is my property. So are there coal miners going in and out all the time? Well, we made an agreement. You don't come into our house, we don't beat you up. <laughs> well, not beat us up, them up, but like scare them. Oh, okay. Away. We did that. So are... Do want. Yeah, a lot of times um, if you went down into a cave... Like a giant would, coal mine. If you saw people in there, you would be really spooked out. No, we had put like booby traps that wouldn't no. care. But you, it goes on farther in the path, uh-huh. so there's no way they could hurt themselves. Like oh. the trigger is like three feet away. Oh. And you step on so it. So it's just to spook them, it's not to yeah. kill them or anything. Mm, wow. Most of the time. So you said you own this whole property. Do you also own the coal mine? No. Oh, okay. Do you hear what I said? I said most of the time. Oh, so sometimes you do kill people? Well, they sent, like, dogs and cats go in. Like, two dogs one time. The dog was, didn't step onto the trigger, and then the other dog did, and spikes went. Ouch. And the dog went bye-bye. Messed up. Something happened to a coal miner. What? The boot trap that oh. I was just talking about. Spikes went from the... Bottom and from the top, like smash. I think if if your plan is not to kill anybody, you shouldn't put booby traps with spikes in. That's just no. Me. That's, I don't know. No. Well, she said she's afraid that the government's corrupt. She put those so the government come. <laughs> so if Obama comes in. No, she thinks right. that it's a corrupt government because she thinks some of the government is corrupt. Like the local government, not the national government. He, she thinks that there's a whole. There's one big ruler that tells all the other rulers to do some things, but some of them don't do what they say. He, she thinks Obama doesn't do it. Um, 
I don't remember the other people. Okay, let me name some people. Joe Biden. Just say one way or the other. Um, yeah, she thinks she's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rick Perry. No. Okay. Um, Hillary Clinton. Um, Trump. She's, okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, Sarah Palin. Safe. Okay. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Safe. Um, Ronald Reagan. Crook. Definitely. He's dead, too. Um, he was. Vladimir Putin. Not a real person. Yes, he is. He is? Well, he's from Russia, though, so I don't know if that counts. He's corrupt. Everyone in Russia thinks she thinks he's corrupt. <laughs> okay, that's That's enough. just her, not me. Okay. Um, we also have a control room. If we press one button, all the booby traps go. Yikes. So no one can get in. No one can get out. <clears throat> so you keep supplies in there just yeah. in case anybody does that and then you're stuck in your house forever? Yeah. Okay. We keep, like, on those blowtorch kind of things, but they can, like, melt metal-ish. They can yeah. cut the metal. We get those. Oh, so you can get out in case your, your crazy grandmother <laughs> sets <laughs> off the traps? <laughs> Why don't you have her, like, why don't you take her to, like, a home or something? <laughs> have her committed. Um, she'll set up a booby trap overnight by the door, and when they try to give her medicine, boom, they're hurt or something. She's a real character. And then she... I should have had her on the show. <laughs> Sounds crazy. Yep, we find out Jesse Thorne is not corrupt. Jordan Morris is corrupt. It's a weird team <laughs> I up, don't but... Those yeah, of course not. Uh, okay, so I got some questions from Andrew now. He says, Andrew... Wait, no, that's his name. He says, Alex, yeah. where do you stand on the pe- pineapple pizza debate? Answer wisely. Don't be on the wrong side of history. Do um, you like pineapple on your pizza? No. It's bad, you think? Yes. It's disgusting? Yes. Should people that like pineapple on their pizza be executed? Yes. No! Don't say that! Okay, you're on the wrong side of history. They're corrupt. He's right. You're wrong. Sorry. This is a catch. Everybody should be able to like whatever they like on their pizza. No. You have to have squirrels on there. (laughs) No, you have to have newts on your pizza. No, you have to have... I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you could be any kind of bird, whose car would you doo-doo on? A bird. A bird. (laughs) Uh, a bird's car? Birds don't have, yeah. Birds don't have cars. Um, um, I would... Oh, who did this question come from, Andrew? Andrew, yeah, still with uh, I would this do it. From... I would do-do on David's. Oh, that is so messed up. After he got beat up by Miranda, he's going to go out to his car. It's going to be covered in bird crap. You're so mean. You're a bully. Uh, last question from Andrew. I'm seated. He asks, Alex, how much money is in your dad's wallet? Um, let me see here. None? <laughs> yeah, no, I never have any money in my wallet. I only keep my cards in my you wallet. You aren't mad that I took your, I could just take your wallet? Oh. Where did you learn to be such a pickpocket? Um. You put it back in my pocket. I didn't even feel that. That's amazing. Oh, uh, I learned it. You learned it on the mean streets of Flint, Michigan? Yes. Okay. Uh, and let's see. What Mostly clip are we on? Mostly for my dad. 
I didn't teach you anything bad. I'm oh, wait. Child. I didn't know you. I am your dad. You <laughs> My dad has a different name. Don't make me beat you. Uh, okay. So, okay, here we go. We're on episode 25 now, and this is the first guest episode that has appeared on the on the best of, but it was a great one. It's uh, Joe McGurl was on as Bono... As, no. He was on as Bono from the band U2. Uh, in this episode, we were talking about Mike and Tom Eat Snacks, episode 20. Wait, no, episode 70. But uh, what we talked about on this one was Larry Mullen Jr.'s bathroom issues, and he has some doozies. So please enjoy that, and if you have a sick stomach, maybe... Nah, don't skip through it. You gotta listen. It's really funny. You'll enjoy it. Uh, let's... Uh, tell me about this band, because uh, I'm not super... Like, I'm a big podcast guy. I've listened mm-hmm. to that um, podcast. I don't know if you've ta- heard about it, but it's called uh, You Talking You Too to Me. Um, I've heard that podcast, but that's about the extent of my U2 knowledge. So if you could let me know anything else, that'd be great. Well, I, I, I formed the band with my friends uh, Adam Clayton, uh, Larry Mullen Jr., and uh, David Evans, who we, we call The Edge. We, we met in school, and uh, I was kind of rebellious. You know, we were all kind of a bit of punks. And I said, you know what, guys? Let's get together and create some some really great music. And I think that's, you know, our legacy is just being a bunch of punks who have a carefree attitude. And you guys had the exact right idea. You said, let's make good music, you know? <laughs> I don't think enough bands do that. Exactly. You listen to the radio. You hear this garbage that they're putting out there. And you just, you just want to hit them on the head and go... Duh. Just make just, good, just music. good music. Exactly. It's not a hard concept to to get behind. It's just let's just do good rock and roll music. Like when I decided I wanted to become a podcaster, I didn't say I want to do just any podcast. I want to do a wonderful podcast. You want to do the best uh, podcast in the world. Exactly. Well, I, I never said the best podcast in the world. I want to say that. Well, hey, I'm putting it out there. This okay. is Bono from U2, and I say podcasts are wonderful. This is the best podcast in the world. Okay, thank you. I'm going to snip that out and use that <laughs> from now on. I give you permission. So this U2 music, uh, mm-hmm. what is it about? What do you What do you talk about? I think it's about you and me, which is kind of why we went with U2. Oh. Because not only is the music about us, but it's about you too. Um, and that was a fun way to just put a little spin on it. It's all about us being also number one. We're number one. We're the best band in the world. I'll, I'm not afraid to say that. Uh, you know, when I wrote the song One, which is wildly popular, a lot of people think that's about, you know, being together as a world and world peace and all that. But it's actually about us being number one. And we always will be and we always have been. I'm glad that you're not angry at me for not being um, super... Uh, aware of your band, but I, I definitely have to agree with you. You are the number one band out there. You know, you know we exist, and that's all we ask for. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that was a big thing behind our uh, last album, was just giving it to everyone who had iTunes so they knew who we are. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's talk about that, because, um, yeah, I received that album in my iTunes. Did and you listen course, to it? 
Oh, no, I was furious. Okay, okay good. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you this. I was furious. I took the, I took the Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I was actually tweeting at that time, but I took the Twitter. I was just so angry. I was incensed good. that you would have the uh, audacity to give me your music. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I was really mad. And then uh, I stopped and I thought about it for, you know, 30 seconds or so, mm. and, and it just made me madder. I was just so angry. I, I I called up everyone I knew and just I swore at them, and uh, they they had no idea for weeks. Nobody knew why I called all the people I knew and swore at them, but it was because of your record. And I'm sorry to say that to you. I, hey, I apologize for that. It's wonderful to hear because you were talking about you too, uh, and you were passionate about it. Whether you hate us, whether you love us, you're talking about us. And uh, like I said, that's what's important to us is that you're talking about you too at all times. So who was it that thought of that uh, iTunes idea? I have my my own guess. It's my guess is that it was the Edge because he's kind of the uh, the guy that's at the forefront. Um, I, I base that solely on his nickname. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to say it was it was the Edge. It was actually me. But for all intents and purposes, I love to push the blame onto the other members of the band. <laughs> so we're gonna go with uh, Adam Clayton Jr. because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a rebel. People don't know that about him. Oh, you know, okay. He loves clothes and he loves banging on his drums. So it, it was meet, all his fault. If I ever meet him, uh, would he mind if I just called him Junior? Absolutely. I mean, that's what we call him. I call him ACJ, uh, uh, but you can just call him Junior. Okay, great. I'm gonna keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't just call him Adam Clayton though. If you if you reference his father, he just <laughs> he like shits his pants and he just gets furious. Well, that's a strange reaction. I don't know why he shits his pants. Uh, <laughs> well, to talk to he a famously has him. IBS. I mean, he does famously have IBS. For I mean, forget taking him out. Like when we go out for Chinese food, forget about it. <laughs> we tell him to stay at the hotel. And he also takes that ally uh, diet pill. I, I don't know why he does that. <laughs> they he just beat can't me. stop shitting. <laughs> We we've tried to stop him. We're like, listen, Adam, you gotta stop this. It's you know you're ruining your pants. You have to go to Gap every week to buy a new pair of pants. You're blowing through your savings account. But he loves it. He just loves taking those pills and shitting his pants. <laughs> I heard he only will eat um, potato chips that were fried in that Olestra. Is that true? That's true. And it's really expensive to get that. I mean, we tour all around the world, and he it's in his rider that he can only eat those. <laughs> they don't even make those anymore. Them. They don't make them. <laughs> he bought out the company, <laughs> and they, they work in his basement. I heard one time you guys were going to be... <laughs> you were going <laughs> to... Just a second. Ah. <laughs> uh. I heard one time you guys were doing an, a performance for a famous Hollywood prankster, George Clooney. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took – who is this gentleman's name? Again? Adam Clayton. Okay. And he took uh, Junior's you know, drink cup mm-hmm. to go pour in some uh, laxative for mm-hmm. that, old, that old prank. Right. When he looked in there, it already was a glass full of laxative. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you should have seen the look on George's face. He just had one of those – Guys, are you kidding me? What's on his face? And he came up he, he came up to me in the edge as we're sitting at the bar 
Uh, and he said, "What's the deal with that uh, with that drummer of yours? I tried to pull the laxative prank, but I'm paying for." <laughs> and we just looked at him and we said, "Buddy, you don't even want to know." Yeah, it's surprising that I, I knew all these things about... Uh, yeah, you said you don't know a lot about our band, but your knowledge is pretty... I mean, you've got a wealth of knowledge about us. I'm just a big fan of famous people with IBS, that's all. <laughs> Who are some others? <laughs> well, Kathy Griffin, of course. Ah, well. Uh, <laughs> with all the wine she drinks. I'm thinking, well, <laughs> of, of, someone, I'm thinking of Kathy Lee Gifford. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But they're interchangeable, honestly. Well, she does as well. I mean, right. that is true. That's why she had to quit that uh, the show with Regis. Uh, Malia Obama, of course. I changed her diapers, Malia. Oh, really? Well, this was before Barack became president, obviously. Um, I have a long-standing relationship with uh, the president. And, uh, yeah, I changed Malia's diapers, and I can tell you, not pretty. <laughs> well, that was sweet of you, though, at least. Well, I'm a humanitarian, so I do what I can. <laughs> Wow, that George Clooney, what a what a trickster, right? Uh, let's see, what are, what are my questions? Questions, questions. Uh, Jacob asks, what's the best kind of saltines? Uh, one just salt. Yeah, I think there's only one kind of saltine. Jacob, no, what no, a, no, no. What there are jerk, there so. are ones with that are like spicy, and there are one the, jalapeno saltines. <laughs> yes, I've actually seen them at the store, just like lying around like the dollar store. There'll be saltines, and then there'll be saltine crackers with a different name, but they yeah. have weird flavors. Well, I think those. I think if they have weird flavors and stuff, they're not saltines anymore. Okay. I think saltines are just that one kind of cracker. So that was a real crazy question. Way to go, Jacob. Let's see. Um, Houston asks, Alex, if the answer to everything in life is 42, what is your favorite question? What is the answer to life? 42. Oh, okay. Every question to life and the answer to Um, life is 42. I like it if the answer is 42. And somebody asked me, um, how many millions of dollars do you have? Forty-two. How many? Great. As long as it was true, and I get to have. How it. many millions of dollars am I gonna give you? Forty-two. Oh, there we go. Good one. Um, so yeah, Houston, call in with that question. Houston, we have forty-two. <laughs> okay, I'm sure he's heard that one before. <laughs> Everybody's always messing with Houston. They're like, Hey, Houston, um, we, we have, have a forty-two. <laughs> Shut up, you assholes! And he starts punching them all, just like Miranda, like Miranda and David. He knocks their blocks off. (laughs) Are they like Minecraft people or? Yes, everyone is Minecraft. (sighs) So this next clip comes from episode thirty-nine, and this is another guest one. Uh, In this episode, Kevin O'Brien is on the show as Max the Hero Dog. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about uh, the lost episode of Jordan Jesse Go. This is one of the old uh, bad boys of podcasting episodes. Uh, We should do that again. If nothing else, just to pull out the old uh, theme song from Andy Mees. It's the bad boys of 
and let me just say, Indonesia, one of the top 10, no, top one best people on the planet for making our theme song because I love our theme song. <laughs> I love the She's Bad awesome. Boys version. Uh, he's amazing. Thank you so much, Andy Nice. Thank bad? you, thank you, thank you. Say thank you to Andy Nice. Uh, thank you to Andy Nice. Thank you. Yes, we love Andy. What were you saying? Uh, isn't the Bad Boys a podcasting version of the theme song? Just it, the regular one with a whole bunch of explosions. And yeah, it does. Well, kind of. It, it's very songs. similar to the the normal one, but there are different lyrics and a bunch of explosions and re- record scratching and stuff. Uh, Andy outdid himself. It's recognizable as the theme to the podcast, but it's also different. And it was great. He did a great job. And I love him. And I want to kiss him on his um, neck. Aren't you married? I want to kiss him on his neck softly and run my fingers. Shh. Okay, that's that's good. Cuddle up. Don't don't go up to the belongings. Okay. <laughs> so in this clip, uh, Max the Hero Dog lets us know about his war stories, and uh, also he lets us know where he studied acting as well. So. Uh, this is a great clip, and you are going to love it, I promise. And if you or don't, die. you're going to die. Sorry. That's just the rules. In this Max the Hero dog movie that you've got, mm-hmm. um, what's that all about? Well, you know, the reason I went to war was because I'm an actor, first and foremost. So I was talking with my agent. He sent me the script about Max the Hero dog. I was like, ah, I don't know, maybe uh, I went up for the role. The casting director, he's like, I don't know if you got what it takes. I said, I'll show you what it takes. Put this project on hold for four, I don't know, six years, maybe a couple of tours of duty. I'll go out to Iraq. I'll fucking do the real thing. And then I'll be back, you know, and I'll get this role. And, and that's actually what happened. So that it was kind of like just practice out there and the real the real grunt work the real hard thing was the acting so that's what the movie's about it's about war it's about a young boy meets a dog and they just hit it off so your tours of duty then were really just your daniel day lewis building a house yeah i'm a method actor i i trained for acting i went to the act you know obviously uh Woofy art, the school of. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right, I made that up. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. So yes, I, I went to Woofy Art, um, which is a small little school uh, where they teach you first. They teach you your, your basic obedience, you know, just the groundworks of acting, because you can act like a dog. Or you can act like a trained dog, you know, and to learn to do both, you need one. Long story short, graduated from there. But their main method was, you know, method acting was what they taught. So chances are you're only going to get to play a dog in, in the movies. So you have to learn to think like a dog. But dogs don't think, except for me and <laughs> a couple other dogs. <laughs> your Air Buds, your My Dog Skip. Mm-hmm. Uh, etc. Cujo's. There's some bad apples yeah. in there too. Your Milo or Otis, I'm not yes, sure which. Yes, uh, ooh, one of those I don't like. <laughs> so you've got to learn how not to think, then. Yes, as a as a learner, because the first thing you must do is learn. Then you must think. They teach you a whole psychology. They kind of break you down first, and then they build you up. So first, you know, they put you in a room, you're shitting everywhere, you're eating your own shit, you're just fucking rolling around in that shit, you know, you go crazy, you know? But then eventually they let you out and you see the light 
And then, yeah, okay, I'll wait before I pee. Yeah, okay, yeah, because you don't want to go back there. So once you've seen the depths of what a dog can really become, that's when you get into the juicy meat of acting. That's cool. That doesn't sound that much different from human school. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The one of the kids was telling me uh, the the boy I worked with. I don't remember his name uh, in the movie. We'll call him uh, what's a kid's name? Little Reginald. kid. Reginald. Okay. So Reggie was like he was telling me about this acting school he went to, and you know the teachers would make you shit it and eat your shit and <laughs> roll it it. So we connected on that, and now you know <laughs> we're pretty close we're pretty much like uh he tweets me i tweet back maybe just retweet yeah <laughs> you don't really know his name but you guys are beyond that yeah 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 it's you know i'm a face guy the ucb improv training might help you because their whole motto is don't think yes i've heard of this uh, ucb theater uh i think Airbud went there it's where he learned to jump shoot uh it's where he got his sick j on you know that's uh, where I heard he learned his killer crossover. <laughs> and that's where I heard the first time they put shoes on a dog. <laughs> it could be. Dogs yeah. hate it when you put anything on their feet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me, that's the thing. Paws, right? You know, right. those are our shoes. But you can't play without shoes. That is a rule in basketball, <laughs> uh, which you play in the theater, of course. Uh, UCB, great college team. Not the best. They're division, what, two? If that. Yeah. So, yes. But if if you want to be an actor dog, it's, it takes a certain, I don't know. <laughs> and so that's how you were able to join the Marines as well. It, it kind of went on the Airbud theory. Uh, there was no rule in the Marine rule book that said dogs can't join. So. Yeah. It, and there's, actually, there's actually, there are rules, but. Once you're out there in the shit, there are no rules, you know. It's kind of every man for themselves, every dog for themselves, you know. You you look at the brother next to you and you're like, uh, he's like talking and you don't, you don't quite hear him, you know, because you got shit flying over you. And he's like, go bite that terrorist. And you're like, I'll fucking do it. And you just fucking kick in the doors. You're like... Children, get on the floor. Fucking waving around that AK. Fucking bodies dropping, boy. Oh, man. But I mean, oh, shit. I I can't be saying this shit. Oh, (laughs) my God. Wow. They say war is hell, and that's definitely true when you're a hero, dog. Do you agree? Yes. Did you love that clip? Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, he's definitely been listening to each of these clips, so uh, that's for sure. Or have I? Okay, last last question. Darcy asks, how has modern day music affected this generation differently than previous generations? I, th- um, modern day, I like it more because they're more the people that make it in older generations, like other kind, because they think ours is too loud or ours is too weird or different. Do you like any old music? And um, I like some rock songs. What's your favorite song right now? Hello from, I don't remember what this on, but it's on the... Adele? No, it's not from Adele. It's a song it's called... It's called Hello, but it's not It's a her. rock song and it's on the new Pan movie. Oh, okay. And that's your favorite song currently? 
I thought you asked what was my favorite rock song. Oh, no, I'm sorry. What's your favorite song? Um, total? My favorite song. Across the board. Shh. What's your favorite? Shh. My favorite song is The yeah, Kids in the Dark by All Time Low. Really? Is that a great song? Yes. Would I love Shh. it if I listened to it? Maybe. Uh, of course. Shh. You want to listen to it how I do? <laughs> Uh, my favorite. I... Yeah, what's your favorite? What's your favorite song across the board? My favorite song is the Mentos jingle. What? The Mentos jingle? Yeah, it's from the commercials. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's your favorite rock song. I didn't ask your favorite theme song. I asked your favorite song. Theme songs and songs are very different. Um, the podcast Wonderful Theme by Andy Nese. I didn't ask you for your theme song. Oh. Favorite rock song? Mm-hmm. My favorite rock song is... Hell, no. Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Uh, okay, so this next clip was not requested by anybody except for my own friggin' brain. Uh, whenever I have a guest on, I will write a little middle section to go in where I um, explain why the person I'm having on the show is not the person. Um, well, because, of course, every time I have somebody on the show, I pretend that they're a celebrity or yeah. a character of some kind. So in the middle part, I give people their credit for being on the show, but I also make up a little excuse for why they're not really on the show. And I, I write those out, and I um, put a little music behind it every time, and I give people's uh, Twitters and Instagrams. And, and aren't they fake? Websites and stuff. No, their their Twitters are all real most of the time. I thought you when were... I have guests. When I have guests. Oh, I thought it was when. Sometimes if I have just you, I'll give a fake Twitter for. Yeah. The... Uh, okay. But that's not what I'm talking about. So in this. These middle sections, I uh, I write something up, I, I give a little story to people, and I think they're often pretty funny, and so I put several of the funny ones together, and that is what we're going to write out on this week. So uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this best of episode, and uh, I hope you enjoy this last clip, and we are going to come back to you next week with the rest of them. You'll have another hour of awesome podcast wonderful clips that people have requested. So, Alex, is there anything else you wanted to say to the people before we um, sign off for the night? Goodbye, people. Goodbye, people. people. Goodbye, people. Goodbye, birds. This is, this goodbye, is, birds. This is what you sound like. Goodbye, people. <laughs> you haven't hit puberty yet, have you? <laughs> you sure haven't. <laughs> Um, yes, I have. I'm a father. No, what you, are you, sound, talking you about? sound like, hello, people. Oh, yeah, that's what you sound like. You're like, hello, people. No, that's what you sound like. You sound like, hello, people. I'm a baby. Pikachu. Pikachu, yeah. That's also what you sound like. Pikachu. Okay, so that's the clip. Here you go. Here you go. See you next Shut week. Up. Tell them see you next week. Some. See you next week. Shh. Nah.
Now that I've finally acquired the blood of Sean Clements, my comedy superclone is nearly complete. So far, I've collected and mixed the blood and DNA of Sean, Chris Hardwick, Chris Pratt, Larry the Cable Guy, Adam Sandler, and Jim Gaffigan. The perfect set of comedians I've calculated I need to produce the perfect joke-telling superhuman being. But I've discovered a flaw in my theory. My current monster is very funny, but still not quite perfect. Monster, come in here and tell the people a joke. Yes, very good, my son. That is very funny, but not quite the perfect joke. The final component I need for my next attempt is the DNA of hilarious writer and podcast host Hayes Davenport. If I could just surreptitiously snatch a hair from his head or get a swab of his saliva, I'm certain my next creation will be so funny I'll be able to hold the world hostage as only I will control the monster and tell him to stop telling jokes so that people can catch their breath from laughing. Reading his tweets at Hayes Davenport and listening to his hilarious podcast, Hollywood Handbook on the Earwolf Network, has convinced me that he is the last component I need. Now all I have to do is invite him to be on the podcast. Soon, my sweet. Soon. Daddy, Daddy, play catch with the knife with me. No, you fool. Put that down. If I cannot inspire love, I will cause fear dookies. This week I was going to have my friend Gabe Dannon on the show, but unfortunately uh, the record coincided with an appointment he had made months ago to get a tattoo on his butt by Kat Von D. And of course I was booked beforehand, so we couldn't do it before the appointment. And then after, he's not going to be able to sit down to uh, record a podcast because his butt's going to be sore from the sweet angel wings he's getting put on each cheek. So we had to cancel, unfortunately. I mean, he couldn't reschedule. That's crazy. It would have been like four years before she would have been able to get him in again. So I I can't blame him. And it's going to be an awesome tattoo. But even though it didn't work out, Gabe is still a good friend of mine. So I would still like for you to check out his stuff. You can find him on Twitter. He's at Gabe Dannon. And then also he is the host or co-host or whatever of a, a good podcast called Trends with Benefits. And you should listen to that, especially one specific episode with a great guest that you're going to love. But I'm not going to tell you who. You can probably figure it out. And if you're ever looking for any advice, you should also check out twb.cool slash ask or give them a call at 432-AGATA-HIGH and ask your question and they will answer it on their podcast. And that's it. Rate and review us on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter. My name is Greggy. I want you to do a thousand things for me. Why can't you do it? Shut up, Greggy. No one wants to listen to your dumb bullshit. Well, it was right around that time that old Andrew Clotworthy got himself the idea that he was going to run Moonshine out past the county lines. Now, you know as well as I do that the Pinker Boys got this whole holler dry as a dog's bone so they can sell their bathtub hooch for a hellacious profit. Of course, Andrew Clotworthy never let any of that give him no never mind. He fired up his Twitter account, at Clotwo, C-L-O-T-W-O, and fired off a DM to Hartford Pinker himself 
telling him he was going to ride his souped-up Toyota Celica with a trunk full of white lightning straight through the scenic-covered bridge out on Highway 9. Now, Hawfoot's many things, but a fool sure ain't one of them. He knew of a real wily fox like Andrew Cloutworthy said he was going to be up north at Highway 9. He better haul ass out to the swamp road down south to the Pussy Willow Patch. He slipped the CD he had made of all the great songs at HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.soundcloud.com slash Cloutworthy to listen to on the way because even though Andrew Cloutworthy was his number one blood feud sworn enemy, he had to admit that the man knew how to write a beautiful song. Well, needless to say, when the Pinka gang got down to the swamp road, there was nothing to see down there because true to his void, Andrew Cloutworthy had taken the scenic bridge route after all, laughing all the way. He made a pretty penny that day, selling his fine product to all the thirsty people in Brother Lover County, but he couldn't make it to the podcasting studio on time to make it on this podcast. Maybe next time. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, My voice was all messed up because I had swallowed an entire fish skeleton.